Yeah, can you give me my sandwich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no tuna. No, 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 I can't stick this place up. No. No, how many times do I have to tell you, Becky? I'm vegetarian, okay? I have a podcast to record. I have no time for this. God damn it. What? We're live? Oh. Um. <clears throat> okay, all right. Don't mess it up, Alvaro. Don't mess it up, Alvaro. All right. Whew. We're joined here today by... Beep! Shit. Is that her last name? Oh, my God. Am I a bad friend? Anyways, we're joined by... Beep! On today's podcast, and we talk about a lot of things. Hopefully interesting things. It's interesting things. Don't worry. It's going to be a good time. Sit back. It's not a super long podcast. We're looking at about an hour and a half here with several breaks in between. Um... Feel free to do any sort of mundane chore that you have planned or to actively listen if you're that kind of guy or girl. But needless to say, no pressure. Any listen is a good listen. Hopefully you can find something in this podcast that you find somewhat educational, helpful, useful, hopefully not derogatory or negative. So yeah, enough of me talking. Now back to this podcast. What was that silly, embarrassing story that you were going to tell your... Well, that you would now tell your boss. Okay. So work-appropriate, embarrassing story that I thought of. That wouldn't be too embarrassing, but like a good amount of embarrassing. So I've been looking for a parking spot in Boston. And there's a bunch of buildings behind mine that have spots behind them. So I was like, oh, let me just see who manages these buildings. And maybe I'll find somewhere that has an open spot. So it's on Park Drive, and there's like six buildings in a row, and I am going up to each building and like pressing my face against the glass of the door and trying to see like the plaque of the property managing company. So looks a little bit strange, sure. This Amazon driver is looking at me like, what is she doing? What is going on? So get to like the third one, doing the same thing, like smushing my face against the glass, like writing down who owns the building so I can contact them later for a spot. And I'm going down, like, fifth one, same thing. Amazon driver's still, like, working his way down the road with me pretty much. And I'm not paying any attention to what's going on after me. But I guess I slowed down, so he caught up to me. So the last one, pressing my face against the glass, like, really looking. It was hard to see this plaque, so I was really taking my time looking around. I was like, okay, got it. Turned around. Amazon driver is giving me an even weirder face than he has before. Walks past me and opens the door. There are two doors, and the first door of every single building is unlocked, and the second door is locked. So I could have been going inside the buildings this whole time, but I thought they were all locked, so I've been smushing my face to the glass, and he's been watching me smush my face to the glass for this entire time. So he just thought you were just maybe like planning a breaking and entering or something I have something no like idea that. what he thought, but yeah. I didn't think it was even that weird what I was doing because yeah. I was like, well, this isn't that strange. Right, right, People right. do stranger things. No, yeah. But I was just, I was just being really dumb. And, and you guys, just to picture this from like a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. you guys were like going down the street at the same pace because he's like stopping to deliver packages. Pretty much, yeah. So he's like one building behind me the whole time. Oh wow! But we're like we're passing back and forth because he's going back to the truck, back to the buildings. All right, right, right. And we meet up at the last one, yeah. and that, and that's when he opened the door in front of my face, and I was like, Oh, I could have oh. just been going inside the whole time. 
that's why he was looking at me so right. weirdly. Yeah, so. But no words were exchanged. None. Just just facial expressions. And I kind of gave him like a what back the, like the time he gave me the really weird face. Yeah. But I understood once he walked straight past me and into the building. Right. And I just felt, and I was on FaceTime with my mom the whole time too. So she witnessed this as well. Uh-huh. So she saw me like pressing my face to the glass, writing it down. And she thought they were all locked. So like whatever. Yeah. And then I get to the last one. I'm like, oh my God, they were unlocked. Oh my She's God. She's like, Felicia, oh my God. Have you contacted any of these um real estate owners or the property managers property yeah managers. i contacted all of them and none of them have spots for me so i ended up getting a spot from bu which was fine expensive but yeah. fine um, of course they were going to make you pay yeah. through the roof for that yeah, yeah it's a good tactic though right i i thought i was being creative yeah um i did call one of them and the receptionist thought i was super weird or like doing something super abnormal i don't know she was giving me a lot of attitude and act like i was acting or asking super ridiculous questions. I was like, oh, like, who are the property managers of this building? And she's like, why? I was like, oh, I just wanted to contact them about parking. I live behind. She's like, uh, well, what building do you live in? Like, I don't live in either of these buildings. I just live behind them and want to know about parking. Right. She's like, well, why would you want to contact them? It's like, because uh, I want to know about the parking. Is that okay if I'm not a resident? She's like, well, yeah, I guess. And then she doesn't say anything for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, Hello? She's like, well, Jason does this one, and then Sylvia does the other, and like said the names and the email addresses, and then I was like, oh, okay, great, thanks. And as I was saying that, she hung up on me. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. my god, yeah. So that sucks. I have a parking spot now, so everything's yes, fine. <laughs> yes. In her face, we got we we showed her. Yep. Yep. Well, you had to pay a lot of money, so we didn't really show her. Mm-mm. Yeah. But I'm sure it would have been just as expensive though. So I didn't Probably. really It would have been crazy if they like were like, Oh yeah, we, we have this one in the back. I mean you can have it if you want it. Right. That's what I was hoping oh. for. And I was waiting for everybody to get back to me. Yeah. Because I didn't want to make a rash decision and pay like the for the summer. I think it was like seven hundred thirty dollars. No. Yeah, that's so smart. For parking. And I was like, Okay, if I I paid six hundred for the whole summer last summer. So not the end of the world, but obviously we'd like to Still avoid so much, paying right. that much money. Um, it's such a pain to have a car in a city. Yeah, that's why it's only here for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so I'm curious. I, I feel like I already asked you this, but where did you get this car again? Is it just yours or is it like your parents that... So when I turned 16, yeah. both of my parents had ginormous SUV cars. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do my driver's test. I cannot parallel park a car like this. And I was going to need one anyway for all of my activities when they were both at work. Because like, it was really hard to get rides from people. So I chipped in for my car and they helped me with the rest. Right. Um, and yeah, it's my car. So I love the, it's, it's I love been, the Volkswagen. Yeah, it's been, my, it's been my baby since... Does she have a name? I turned 16. No, I, I don't really name very many inanimate objects other yeah. than plants, which I guess aren't totally inanimate. But yeah, I, I just, if, if a name felt right, I would definitely use it. Right, but, but I, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't spend time seeking it out. No, yeah. because I feel like that I could pick the wrong name and then give it give it the wrong vibe, you know. Mm. Like if I if I just decided to call it Bertha because it sounded funny, I don't yeah. think my car's a Bertha. No, and maybe I'd regret it's it down the line. It's too sleek to be a Bertha. Yeah. Yeah, Volkswagen Jetta is 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 almost classy in a sense. It's got to be something like higher class, like Elizabeth. No. <laughs> we'll yeah, find it. It's if, it's in really good condition. It's eleven years old now. So yeah. got some years on it. No backup camera. 
which has resulted in lots of scratches and dents. I noticed that when we were backing up. I was like, oh, this is a yep. chunky car. <laughs> yep. I've, I've gotten much better. Like I was telling you the other night, parallel parking. Yeah. I am, in my opinion, have significantly improved. There wasn't much going for me beforehand, but I, I got a couple of times where I pulled in in one move and I was super proud of myself. Um, Those only happen to me once in a while. <laughs> yeah, but after after parallel parking my car every single day of working for like a week and a half that's that's how it happened for me but i would try as much as possible just to pull into spots when they were open to avoid parallel parking at all costs um but obviously that's hard in a city i know yeah and there's always people behind me which is so much pressure you you have to get it right i'd rather park a little bit further away than be on a busy street and have people waiting for me to park because that would make me park so much worse because I do very badly under pressure. Oh God, no, I am horrible under pressure. I totally get that. I actually practiced at the DMV at home before I came back to Boston because I hadn't parallel parked in actual years. Um, There's nowhere to do that at home. And like when I had it last summer, it was just in a parking lot. Right. So I was like, okay, let me do it with the cones before I go to Boston and actually have to, um, park in between cars because i would just be so nervous about it yeah and i have i had it's gotten much better really bad judgment of how much room i had behind and in front of my car and i would never get too close it'd always be that i was so far away that it was so hard to park because i wasn't using all the room that i had but i was terrified of like, of like hitting the cars behind hitting me it, yeah. right oh god it's like and with no backup camera yeah yeah there's no sense of security yeah no, but I've gotten much better at judging distances, like in mm. my mirrors and stuff. So, learning something this yeah. summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. What's been going on with you? Um, I um, I don't know. I'm trying to earn some money. Yeah. Because it's hard to make anything happen without money. It's it, which is shocking. Yeah, I haven't gotten paid yet for the pat. Like I get paid Friday. Yeah. And bank account's slowly declining. So I I understand. Yeah, yeah. totally. And 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 also like traveling, which is like something I want to do, but again, no money. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I that's why like all the all this dog sitting is for. Which oh by the way, we're inside of um a house of a person that I'm dog sitting for. They're um, in Iceland. Yes, they're in Iceland, and the, they they will never know that a podcast was recorded in their house. But yeah, um, oh, I'm going to New York this weekend. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm visiting uh, my friend Beep and my friend Beep. Um, so that'll be fun because I haven't been in New York in a while, and the last time I went to New York, it was like an okay experience. I walked like 115 blocks. Why? Because we were looking for Chinatown. <laughs> okay. And. We never found Chinatown. <laughs> Did you look at a map ever? <laughs> I think we had a paper map, but... Of New York? Y- yeah. <laughs> From where? We parked in the Bronx. Okay. And then we just kept walking. And we're like, it, it's it, it's just up the road. <laughs> and it never was. Subways weren't, weren't something you were trying to... No, out? I think we were trying to... Maybe it crossed our mind, but we just were, we were like, oh, we're tourists. We'll just like walk and like look at the city. You had committed already. Exactly. So yeah, I was with my mom and my aunt and also the air is not very clean there. Nope. And it gave me a headache. Oh, that's interesting. So I was not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, And are you going with anyone or just visiting? uh, I'm going by myself. Cool. Yeah. Taking a, a bus there, which is 
something I've never done. So yeah, the bus to New York isn't as bad as any bus further than New York. Because okay. you have to go through New York and it takes forever. So you don't have to do that because you're just oh, ending there. Right, because it's a final destination. Yeah, because you go in one side and then have to get out the other. And it takes oh. ages, like an extra hour probably of getting in and out of the city. Right. Um, I've only taken the bus one time back to school from Philly to Boston. And that was because there was a snowstorm that canceled my flight. Yeah. The train tickets were sold out because all the flights were canceled. And then was able to get a bus ticket because I had classes the next day. It was like after, I guess it was after winter break because I don't think there would be that much snow Thanksgiving. And it took, usually the drive is like anywhere from five to seven hours with really heavy traffic. And it took about eight, eight and a half because we were going like 25 miles an hour on the highway in Connecticut because there was so much snow. Oh, so that was the one and only time I will take a bus um, back and forth to school. Good God. Yeah. Is Philadelphia below New York? Yep. Again, trying to map <laughs> things out in my yeah. head. Yeah, like an hour and a half usually, okay. sometimes two. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go to New York a lot? I mean, we went sometimes when I was a kid mm. um, for like Broadway and just to like go do sightseeing stuff. But I guess more than a lot of people do since I'm so close, but not super regularly, like maybe once or twice a year. Right, because yeah. it still is like somewhat far away and like outside of the yeah. daily routine it's like and we would usually take the train there and not drive just because oh. it didn't it's a lot harder to drive like into the city to do the sightseeing oh stuff and parking's a mess and everything um and one time we took the train and my brother joe was like three at the time yeah. and lost his snow boot between the the train and the platform like it fell off into the crack between it and somebody who worked there like ran down and got his boot for him because we had just oh gotten my there. God. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, so stressful of a situation. Yeah. And my other brother is like a year and a half younger than that. So it was like two very little kids. Oh, my God. Um, and a lot of other family members, like extended family. So it was it, there was a lot going right. on. <laughs> and also, uh, I mean, I don't know how crowded the, the, the station was, but that happened to me not me but somebody that i saw and yeah. like there's people trying to pile in into the trains it wasn't that bad okay. like we were we were getting off and it i don't i don't really remember that clearly i yeah. just remember being off the train looking back at the opening and seeing my mom holding joe and his boot just dropping into the crack oh my god yeah well we're lucky it was just a boot yeah exactly yeah. do you have any plans when you go back to new york oh um no not really uh i'm getting there like four hours before they get out of work okay so i'm just gonna explore yeah which sounds awesome because i don't ever really do that um because i don't really go to new places all that much that's um, so fun that you have that time to just yeah, do whatever you want to do exactly find new things exactly yeah so um no nothing like concrete i'm trying to avoid spending money so it'll probably most likely consist of me just walking around or like biking around yeah like maybe i'll rent a bike or something that would be fun i mean also if they have electric scooters i would try and do that oh because do i they have that in new york city i'm i think they do okay because i think they also have like rentable mopeds what yeah so maybe you could do that wow mm -hmm. thank you for these ideas that is amazing because you know me i i'm i like mopeds moped guy moped guy yeah any plans to get a new one um again money, money. Mm -hmm. yeah right. um i've kind of like spent a lot of time thinking about it um because 
I want to get a motorcycle, but I know it's like super dangerous. So I kind of came to the conclusion that like, I don't really trust myself because I'm like, you can tell yourself you're going to be safe. Um, but at the end of the day, once you've had it for a while, you kind of forget those like precautions. Right. You're not as careful anymore. Yeah. And I tend to be kind of like impulsive and like very, I don't know, silly and stupid. Um, so I figured if I get a sign to get one, I'll get one, you know, like if like one just pops up and it's like super cheap and it's like there on a silver platter, then fine. But like, I don't want to make an effort to go get one. That makes sense. That's very impressive decision making to like, yeah, to like have that control. And well, it's only because like, like even just with skateboarding, like I've just taken so many L's. Like oh, and that that's much lower risk. Exactly, much lower stakes. Yeah, yeah. So I just, it's not worth it. Not yet, at least. Right. Maybe yeah. when you're old and you can get like a tricycle motorcycle. Oh yeah. And we saw a guy the other day when we were going to Chinatown in Boston, uh-huh. and he had like. You found Chinatown. <laughs> we found Chinatown. <laughs> it's like Jumanji or something. <laughs> um. He had a cutoff t-shirt on, white hair and a ponytail, giant motorcycle, tricycle situation, blasting Uh music from these giant Uh speakers in the front. And I was just like, wow. That is a vibe. Retirement. No, I know. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds so nice. Or like really old couples that are like just like cruising on old Harley or something like that. Old couples doing anything together is really cool. Yeah, that's true Just because like you have spent your whole life, not your whole life, but a good part of it most likely together and you're still deciding to be together Mm. and you're still deciding to do things together yeah cool things together yeah yeah and even just seeing them like going on walks and holding hands it's like wow that that's that's just really cool that it happens like that yeah i think it makes it more impressive because i think like once you've been in a relationship for a while i feel like it's really easy to get in the routine of like i don't know just like going over to each other's houses and just like cuddling and like whatever it is yeah and with my grandparents like my one set of grandparents is divorced and the other was not overtly affectionate really like very that was my mom's parents who were very like emotionally conservative Mm -hmm. and like didn't really like express everything outwardly and um so there was no like hand holding or anything and when my grandma was getting older like obviously my grandpa was helping her out and like showing affection in that way but it was never like them holding hands on walks together. It was like, oh, right. Jen, Don's ye- like yelling for you again. Alvaro's getting the dogs. Hey, guys. Um, just wanted to say sorry to Felicia and the audience because I got a little distracted by the dogs at this point. Um, but don't worry. We do get back to this thread of conversation right after a word from somebody else that definitely is not me. Bye-bye. Oof, man. My feet hurt. They are uh, barking. My grippers are gripping. That's why whenever my grippers are gripping, I use gripper oil. That's right, gripper oil. That's right, gripper oil. And one more time for our old people, that's gripper oil. Grip oil is the best type of oil for your feet. You put it on your feet and then... You put your socks over your greasy foot and pretend like nothing happened. And then you walk around with oil on your feet. But you'll never have to worry about dry skin. That's right. Dry skin. Ew. Gross. Leave. No one wants that shit. 
So that's why you should get your gripper oil. That's right, gripper oil. Definitely, de- blah, 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 blah. definitely not the same thing as motor oil. Definitely not the same. <laughs> I can't do the thing. I can't do the quick like talking after uh, after I do the ad. Sold separately, not included with buying. Don't purchase it ever. Made with plastic. Lots of plastic. Lots of plastic. Lots of plastic. Could be sued. Could be sued. You breathed into the mic. Yeah, we have our co our uh, second co-host of the podcast. I'm a co-host, not a guest. Everybody on the show is a co-host. Wow, I'm honored. Yeah, it's like Clash of Clans. Like everybody gets everybody gets upgraded or uh, promoted to elder. Do you play Clash of Clans? <laughs> no, that's a shitty <laughs> reference. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, what were we saying about uh, old couples and old couples? Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool to see old people still really in love with each other. Yeah. Or at least from the outside, that's what it looks like. Right, so right, right. It's just like, wow, that, that can happen. Yeah. It puts a little hope in you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with divorce being such a common thing these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope to be one of those old couples one day. Yeah. Yeah. Something something to look forward to. And then I'll have the motorcycle. <laughs> and put your wife on the back. Oh. Uh, well, she can drive if she wants. Yeah. I don't mind being a passenger. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Beep. Send me one of those like videos of like an old couple on like a Harley. Oh my gosh. That was really cute. Yeah. I guess the the equivalent right now could be like a tandem bike. You could have that oh, experience. Yeah. Not oh, wait, not it, quite as cool. Is a tandem bike like a two person bike? Yeah, the okay. one with like the littler bike attachment yeah. to the bike. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. Do you have any like um I don't know, like couples bucket list things um do you if you do go first because i'm trying to think if there's anything specific probably like traveling but not in like an expensive way like a super super frugal and cheap way yeah like maybe maybe like van life or something like that a huge road trip yeah something like that yeah yeah, I mean, Beep. and I went skiing together for the first time this year, mm. and that was his first time ever skiing, and he absolutely loves it and has gone two times since. Right. Um, it's hard not to. Yeah, and I'm so excited that he's so excited about it, so I think we're going to try. We were talking about doing a trip out west mm. next winter break, but money. Um, right, of a course. Little, a little bit too much money to go like get plane tickets and stay. So I was like, well, what about Canada? So maybe we, we're, we're considering. Much more doable. Yeah. Because uh, we could drive. Yeah. Or take a train. Yeah. And you could probably find a super cheap Airbnb. Yeah. Or like if there's a, ho- uh, I don't know if I want to stay at a hostel for a ski vacation. I want to be comfy. Yeah, that's but true. Airbnb definitely. Yes. Um, you also want privacy. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of my solo travels and hostels, um, which were fine. Oh, I didn't know you had solo travels and hostels. Yeah, spring break this year. I went to Europe for the first time. Oh, right. Well, not for the first time, but I traveled around for the first time. And how was that? It was really cool. I was visiting people who were studying abroad. Like, that was the intention of the trip. Right. Um, But I did... So the first time I was ever in Europe was when I went to France and stayed um, with a family. And the student had stayed with me. Her name is Audrey. She had stayed with me for three weeks the summer 
before and the next summer my parents decided I was old enough to go visit and it wasn't like an exchange program but we kind of made it into that right um so then i went and stayed with her for two weeks and she had never been to barris before at that point like it wasn't that far probably like six hours driving which i say isn't that far but totally worth it totally i mean for worth paris it. right but we didn't end up going because her family wasn't comfortable with us going alone because oh. they are very rural like they have olive trees and chickens and a giant property so they're right. like very scared of city life yeah, yeah of course um i totally get that so i stayed with them for two weeks and it was such an amazing experience and i like my french got so much better and all of that so i got to visit them when i went back and it was so amazing i only got to stay for like a day and three quarters basically because i wasn't originally supposed to go during my trip um and her grandparents are so sweet and treat me like their own and are just like the stereotypical grandparents oh do you want more food like are you sure what can we do for you i'm familiar do you want want us to take your coat yogurt chocolate fruit candy please please eat anything yeah and um, it's how they show love it It really is. is and it's so sweet and when i was leaving i was like oh thank you so much for having me they're like no 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 it is our pleasure. Please come back as soon as you oh. can. And my heart was melting and Audrey was crying at the train station. And it was just like, I was there for so short of a time. And it was probably the best part of my trip. Right. Um, just seeing them again because it had been three or four years. Oh, and it wow. was just like I clicked back into place. My French was a little rustier because I haven't really been speaking it. Um, but it was really cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. So other than every other place I stayed, I stayed in a hostel. And um, how expensive would you say each hostel was, like, on a night-to-night? Cheap. So, like, Scotland was, like, 26 pounds a night, which is, like, around, like, $30 a night. Mm -hmm. That one was kind of scary. Uh, So, I got what I paid for. Yeah. The one in Paris I paid, I chose one that was a little bit nicer just because I was going to be there for longer. Right. um, And also wanted to be close to, like, certain things. And that one was so much nicer. I probably paid like, I think it was like 65 euros a night, which is like okay. still like only like around 60, 65 dollars right. a night. Um, and, and I for had Par- my- for Paris, that's good because I, exactly. pa- I know Paris is so expensive. Right. So I was willing to pay more and also be more comfortable there. Um, and all of them, I still like felt safe. But the first one was just kind of gross. Like it was the bathroom was nasty. Um, it was like just a square room with two sets of metal bunk beds. And, like, somebody had stolen my pillow and my towel, and I had to, like, go argue with the front desk so they get it back. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was... Did you get it back? Eventually, yeah. She was like, you have to pay for a towel since you lost the other. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, somebody took it. They're like, well, how did they take it from you? Like, it was on my bed, and then it wasn't. Right, I don't right, know what right. to tell you. And then I was like, oh, and, and my pillow, too. She's like, we don't have any more pillows. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have any more pillows how am i supposed to go to sleep without a pillow yeah and luckily there was somebody else at the desk who was a lot nicer than her and uh he went to a room that wasn't being used and got me two pillows oh. typically you only get one but i got two because i right. had to deal with the lady at the desk um was that the one in scotland or yeah that okay. was the one in scotland yeah. the one in france was so nice or in paris i mean it was it, i had my own little like curtain that went over my little cubby of a bunk and there was a lamp inside and oh, a little shelf i love and it, cozy it was like a little like nook it, yeah, I, it was so I love great that stuff. um and the it, the bathroom was like a hotel bathroom like very very nice very clean um that place was just much nicer obviously i paid almost triple the amount right worth it totally worth it yeah, yeah. 
Um, what would you say was like the best part of the um, France, like the Paris part, I guess? The Paris part. So I, Paris was the only place I was alone. So Scotland I was yeah. visiting. I was in Glasgow visiting a friend who um, was studying abroad there. And then I went to Copenhagen Yeah. and was visiting a friend who was studying abroad there. And then when I went to the south of France to see the family, like obviously stayed with them. Right. Paris, I was alone. So I was like, okay. Now, now's the time to just do whatever I want. I was like, okay, right. I'm going to try and relax. I bought a book with me. It's like, I'm just going to sit and read some days. I didn't sit and read at all <laughs> because there's so many things to do. I didn't want to not do stuff. Right. You can read um, anywhere. Right. But I did, I did limit myself a, li- a little bit. Like I went, there's like the two really famous museums, like the Louvre and Musée d'Orsay. And I chose to only go to one. I was only there for like three days. Um, but I did a lot of walking, a lot of sightseeing. My favorite part, though, was on my last day of sightseeing, I found a free museum that's like down the, not down the street, but like probably half a mile straight from the Louvre. And I, it was called the small, like the little palace, like Le Petit Palais. And it was an art museum and it was so much smaller but so much more well curated in my opinion because like the Louvre has everything, like every type of art from every era ever. And that's awesome, but that's super overwhelming and like you have to pick and choose what you're doing. And I spent way too much time there like trying to find the things I wanted to see. But this smaller museum, there was nothing I was specifically looking for. I just wandered and like the the windows were like shining light straight into the statue room and the art was so much more colorful and it seemed like there was like more personality in the museum as a whole. And I just like happened across it and it was my last day and like my last real sightseeing activity. And it was so awesome. I just, and the museum was closing like kind of soon after I got there. So I ended up like getting kind of like shoved out the doors or like I was the last person in there. Um, But that was so fun. And it was really cool just to like sit by the river and have my lunch and just watch everybody like coming from work and doing the same thing as me. But I'm just a tourist. I'm just, I'm just hanging out here. It was just cool to be in the city while everybody's doing their business. And yeah. And just get to explore it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like traveling on your own is like amazing because you don't have to, not that you would have to compromise anything you want to do, but you don't ever have to ask or like try and like. Yeah. It was totally my out. schedule. It's your schedule. That sounds cool though. Um, Just like stumbling upon it, uh, a hidden gem. Yeah, pretty much. And I, yeah. a couple of my friends recently, like after school this year like took trips with friends and went to europe and stuff and they asked me what to do in paris i'm like go to that museum <laughs> because oh. that, that was my favorite part um are you a big museum person would you say not necessarily like i enjoy going but i don't like going often and that's why i only decided to go to one museum while i was there like originally it was only going to go to one because i couldn't like walk around and stare at things for that much longer i'd rather be outside like walking places seeing things um yeah, I get kind of like, uh, what's the word? It's like when you go shopping and you're just like, after 30 minutes, you're like, ugh. It's yeah, like, um, not in the mood anymore. I don't know. Anti- fatigued? Fatigued. That's yeah. a great word. Yeah. That's how I felt like after the Louvre. But the, the smaller museum was nice because it was so different in every section that it kept it interesting. It wasn't like I was looking at Dutch art for two hours. Yeah. Because that could happen in other museums. No, no, yeah. Um. The Louvre is huge. Yeah, massive. Yeah. It, it was really cool. And I saw the Mona Lisa, got uh-huh. a couple pictures with her. Um, Did you hear that somebody like threw stuff on it? Yep. 
Yeah, it's in a protective case. Yeah. So I don't think it actually damaged it, but it, was, it looked like ice cream or something. Yeah. Was that the story? Something like that. Yeah. Was it like in protest? Or I something? think so. Yeah. It, I don't know what the protest was. <laughs> Saw the story. Don't really have any details. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucked up, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Poor Mona. Well, actually, her yeah. name. I think Mona was like Madonna, like shortened of Madonna, like mm. Virgin Mary, Madonna. Um, so I guess her name's Lisa. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, you would have <laughs> thought it was Mona. Right. Right. No, I, th- I think her name. I don't know. This is something I can Google. Yeah. <laughs> we had a replica of the Mona Lisa in our house when I was younger. Really? Yeah. It wasn't the real one. Shocker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would never. I would never have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> and is that the real starry night in your house say it again oh yes 100 percent. don't let anybody tell you anything different yeah. i believe you i'm sure the one in the museum is the fake yeah, i'm pretty sure the one in my house is a puzzle no way Did you, i i didn't even realize i think so yeah my is mom, it like glued together uh i think so yeah my mom just likes doing puzzles so or she did one one time i don't even know if she likes doing puzzles but she liked that puzzle she liked that puzzle <laughs> and she did it yeah so it was nice to show you my house yeah it was really cool to be there yeah i always get a kick out of it i feel like a tour guide yeah yeah Yeah. because i'd been outside before but never really seen anything and meeting your mom was so nice Mm. i was worried about leaving you too long just i don't know i didn't want to subject you to too much small talk once i asked about the garden we were totally good we had plenty of things to talk about. oh yeah yeah she uh she's kind of grown a little bit of a passion for the garden because she used to not give a shit about it because it's just more work but yeah she kind of enjoys it now yeah and she was talking about the strawberries and how much violetta likes them oh yeah she brought her violetta the first strawberry of spring she was telling me yeah that's so sweet that was so cute all the nurses were like oh i was like wow okay Wait, was she really excited about the strawberry or she's like cool mom she's like no she was she okay. was yeah yeah it would have been sad if she was like okay <laughs> Bye. whatever <laughs> yeah strawberries are so yesterday <laughs> never know i know teenagers man i know yeah yeah so so i ran out of things to say <laughs> okay um was that your question that you started with or what oh, was the no. question you wrote down? Oh, no. I was going to ask you how your day was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it was hey, we, barely We haven't question. talked about that yet, though. How was your day? Um, It was good. Took the bus to work. Saw, yeah. saw my little friend and her mom. Right. Um, Trying to think. I prepped some stuff in the lab by myself. My boss was like, hey, can you go do this while I'm in a meeting? I was like, yeah, sure. So that was kind of my first time like setting stuff up on my own, which is exciting, getting more independent. And then had a bunch of meetings and met with like my overall team supervisor. So like my my boss of our, her boss. And prior to this, I just thought he was kind of a dick um, because anytime I'd interacted with him, there was like no facial expressions, no emotion, Mm-hmm. when i sent him the meeting invite he just like accepted it and didn't say like oh looking forward to meeting you too like everybody else did um he kicked pe- people out of a meeting room like 10 seconds after their time was up he's like uh we have this room now so i was kind of nervous to meet with him but it was actually really really nice 
um and he's just like a very dry person is what i'm realizing yeah, like like abrasive yeah yeah no doesn't sugarcoat it even a little bit um but it was really nice to talk to him and like have an understanding more of what he's like as a person instead of like being intimidated by him because i definitely still am right um but not as much and we talked about like my plan for after after school uh-huh. a little bit and he helps me kind of clear my mind because when i started at Takeda this summer my boss Lara was basically just like, "Oh, we'll hire you after school." And I was like, "Uh, okay. Well, I was gonna do something else after school, but this oh. is a great opportunity. So, like, what do I do now?" I hate those moments. You feel like you're obligated to say, "Like." Well, she didn't. She's not like making a decision right now, and obviously, right. it depends on my por- performance this summer. But she's like, as long as I don't majorly make any mistakes, which you won't. <laughs> I'm hoping that that the offer is still there at the end of the summer. Um, so Nathan, the guy I met with, he was, he was really nice and like talked about his experience and kind of helped like clear the weeds a little bit because I was, I just had like so many options floating around and now I think I'm like more set on what I'm going to do again. Yeah. Talking through it can kind of like help you come to your own conclusion. Right. right. Yeah. Because I was doubting myself a lot about like the decisions I wanted to make and now it's just like, okay, like this is, this is what I thought I want to do in the first place just with like steps added. So okay. it's not anything different because I didn't think they'd want to hire me after I went to grad school because that's like five years down the line. Right. Because like that's so far removed from today, right now. Right, right. And it's also, it's such a big commitment for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, because I love the team that I'm working on and I'm learning so many things and like everybody there and like being there. So I was like, well, I don't want to lose this opportunity because it's really hard to get into industry. But I also don't think I want to go straight into industry after school. Right. So I didn't. I, that's what I was conflicted about. And also like gap year, no gap year, working in industry and then going to grad school, just right. going straight to grad school. So many things. So today just kind of helped me figure things out a little bit more. And it's not definite, but. What was the thing you kind of like you think you came to? Kind of decided on. Yeah. Yeah. So gap year. Yeah. Grad school. Yeah. Takeda. And obviously that can change. Yeah um wait where's Takeda? cambridge okay yeah so i'd be back in boston which is fine but i'm definitely not going to do grad school in boston okay just because i've been going to school here for four years already so yeah. it's like eh. I, I kind of want to try something especially not at bu like i'd consider oh, going yeah. somewhere else but i've just been in the same place for so long i kind of want to like explore another city yeah. and also grad school is like i get the impression it's like much more adult Right. Yeah. So like being on top of that, being in the exact same place is like probably nothing too exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so long story short, lots of meetings today. Yeah. Did some lab work and ended the day with a one on one meeting with Lara, who's like my direct manager. Yeah. And she's so nice. And she's like, I just want to ask like how you're feeling about how I'm managing you and like if there if you have any like things you want me to change and I'm like no like it's really helpful honestly you're explaining things great like I don't feel stupid when I ask questions which is huge for me oh because I ask totally. a lot of questions and I'm just curious and want to know everything yeah and I really don't like when people make it feel like it's a dumb question because I then I feel scared to ask anything else yeah and so you can't she's, just be yeah. curious she's made me feel really comfortable yeah and has repeated things a few times, but not in an annoying way, but to a point where like I now definitely remember them. Right. So at the beginning when she said like things over and over, I was like, okay, but now I know what's going on. <laughs> so it's definitely working. Um, right. 
And at the end, she, we were talking about hours because I wanted to leave early Friday to go home, like to drive home. And she was like, yeah. I was like, I know you don't care, but I've been coming in earlier this week just so I can like feel like I'm making it up a little bit. She's like, yeah, but if you're like me, you can like get more work done in a short amount of time. She's like, I feel like you kind of are like me. Maybe that's why I subconsciously picked you. And it was really nice that she was just like seeing me as like a younger version of herself, basically, which like meant so much to me because I look up to her so much already. Yeah. And she's done a bunch of things that I want to do. So that was a really cool moment where she was like, maybe, maybe because you're like little me, like I can see you like being so determined and like doing all the stuff. And that was, that was awesome. If she sounds like she could be a mentor yeah definitely definitely yeah, definitely a reference to say the least oh of course yeah yeah and that's what the other guy nathan was saying he's like well as long as you keep a good relationship you got letters of rec and yeah like, okay which is huge yeah. <laughs> yeah um so long story short great day now i'm here yeah. podcasting it's, so yeah very exciting it sounds like a very productive day and like a stress relieving day yeah work recently has not been stressful mostly because i don't have that many responsibilities yet but yeah. i am able to do things and not right. sitting doing orientation anymore so it's been right. fun you're past the learning phase yeah right well still learning a lot but not like sitting down at my computer and learning yeah very hands-on right which is after all what we all want at yeah. least what i want as me well. too yes yeah. i was so miserable <laughs> the first week sitting at my desk alone not talking to anyone I know. Trying to get through those miserable trainings on how not to insider trade. Because that's something that's definitely in danger for me. Right. Who's not involved in the stock market yeah. at all. After knowing you. <laughs> I don't trust you. Nope. Um, and something else. Oh, travel and budget expenses for when I go on business trips. Okay. I will be there for three months. I'm not going on any business trips, but right, I had right. to complete the training for like yeah. travel expenses and stuff. Oh, God. So silly. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they feel like it. Because somebody fucks it up and then they have to teach everybody else to like yep. not. Yeah. Um, what places were you thinking for grad school? So that's part of the reason I want to take a gap year because I'm not ready to apply this fall. Yeah. But also I don't want to jump straight into it. Um, and I'm going to try since I didn't get to study abroad because of COVID. Right. Got canceled two separate times. Um, I want to spend some sucks. time abroad. Yeah. Either working or taking classes. Right. Um, so I just want to do that in between. But to answer your question, I don't know. It really depends on like where the labs are that I'm interested in. And this summer is kind of changing what I'm interest what I realize I'm interested in. Because I had ideas in my head, but I, I didn't have any like hands on experience with anything yet. So now this has kind of like opened up a lot more doors of like what I could see myself doing. Um so I don't know. That's something I have to look into. And it's like mostly just whatever like lab research you're interested in, because that's where you'll be working the whole time. And right. then whatever lab culture like from your from your perception at least of like visiting everywhere and location and stuff i would love to be closer to home like i would i definitely stay east coast probably yeah. i say definitely probably because i have no idea really right um but being in philly would be really cool okay cool so you would be able to live at home or you would still want your own place i would probably still want my own place yeah. and also going to and from the city and the places I'd be, like, going to school would probably take, like, 40-ish minutes on the train. Right. And if I have to get in the lab really early in the morning, like, I don't want to no. I don't want to be doing yeah. that, like, waiting on public transportation and all that stuff. So, but I'd still be close enough to go home, like, any day I wanted to. Really. Right. And explore Philly because I've lived next to it my whole life. And I've gone, I don't know, probably less than, like, 30 times. 
Whoa. Yeah, because I'm like five minutes from the city line of Philadelphia. I'm yeah. very close to Philadelphia, but downtown Center City is a lot more difficult to get to from where I am. So that's like 40-ish minutes on the train or like 30 to minutes to like an hour and a half on the car. So actually, I've probably been more times than that for sports games and stuff, but South Philly is where all the stadiums are, which is super separate from like everything else. Right. So... Yeah, I ha- I've like gone and explored and I've done all the sightseeing stuff like on field trips and stuff. Um, but to actually, to actually really live there. get to know the city. Is yeah. like, I feel like I would say that I feel the same way about Boston. Even now, having gone to school here, I would say that like there's still so many parts of Boston I feel like I barely know. Right. Um, there's like, so many different yeah. places that have so many different characters yeah exactly i don't know like charlestown or like all the or like south boston like all these like places like that yeah so yeah no i totally get that like it wouldn't be boring even though it's a place that's so close to home exactly right yeah yeah i i don't know where i would want to go either i i keep telling myself places that are far away but then i think about how far away that would actually be from home and it's so scary so i have no idea would you want to be within like driving or train distance do you think or like across the country i think that i wouldn't mind being across the country yeah because a flight that's like four or five hours is is a lot but it's not crazy like i could do that i don't know like three or four times a year for like a week or something like that and like yeah it's not like a ridiculous it's not across the world yeah and 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 the the time zone isn't too like crazy compared to like we're like here in boston um i just like i don't i don't want to like go far away and then like not talk to my family yeah i want to like still maintain contact with my family especially now because like with all the stuff with beep and like i I feel like I do want to stay close to them. Um, so it makes me think twice about going too far. Yeah. Because I can barely like maintain contact now that I'm like in Boston. Yeah. So like if I had a place that was like really far away, it would be like harder. I, at least I feel like it would be harder. I, yeah, I, I think that's definitely true. I mean, uh, there's probably a good balance for every person yeah. individually of like what's too far and too close. Because right now, like, I'm going to drive home this weekend. It's probably going to take, like, six-ish hours. Mm. And that's fine. Like, the, the fl- I usually fly home just because I don't have a car, typically. The train tickets get super expensive when it's closer. And I usually don't know how soon I'm going home until it happens, like, because of, like, exams and stuff. Anyway, the flights are pretty cheap, and they're super fast. Right. So having that ease of getting home, like, obviously, airports are a hassle, but it probably takes, like, three hours round trip to get myself from Boston back to home. Right. Maybe a little bit longer some days if there's like delays or I'm actually early to the airport like I'm supposed right. to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, Liron gets so stressed out for me when I'm flying yeah. because I cut it very, very close. Because really? like, why would I sit at the airport for that long? Right. And obviously the times for just in case anything goes wrong. But I'm just like, well, stuff probably won't go wrong. Right, right, right. <laughs> so um, anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, I'm a good oh. distance from home. Right. So I don't feel like I am too Too close where i have to go home so much right but i do enjoy the times that i get to go home and like try and keep in contact with my family when i'm not Uh, what would you say is like a good like when you're here in boston what would you say is like a good amount of um like phone call time 
or like or like do you call like once a week or I don't really have a schedule I mean I I've been thinking about this recently because I barely call my dad like I almost always call my mom yeah. And that's because she works from home and my dad works at the office all day. So I don't want to like catch him when he's in a meeting or like when he's busy and I don't want right. to bother him. And obviously my mom's working too, but she's at home so she can take a few minutes just to like right. hang it's out and call. talk to me if it's in the middle of the day. Totally. Um, so I usually just call her when I have like something to tell her. It's not, it's not a specific sed- schedule or like. Not usually just because unless it's been unless I've realized that it's been a long time since right. I talked to them. Um, my little brother's beep is a lot more communicative than beep. He it's like I fall off the face of the earth when I leave. Um, and he's a super bad texter, so it's like not even worth doing it. But if right. I get him on the phone, he will talk f- until I stop him. Like we could be on the phone for like two hours. Right, right, right. Beep. We'll find something to talk about. Right. <laughs> he will keep the conversation going. So usually when I call my mom, my brothers join, like they're like around in the house. So I get to talk to them as right. well. Like a couple birds, one stone thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, my brother, Beep. like sometimes he'll text me or I'll text him about stuff that's going on. Like recently, he had his like eighth grade reward or award ceremony and the eighth grade promotion graduation right. situation. So he, I, I was like, oh, how is this? How is that? And he'll actually text me back. Beep. I'll text him and he'll forget and then he'll never remember again. Right. Which is like, that's just not a good way to contact him. And I know no. that. So, so if I really have something to say, to Beep. I'll call, call him. him. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, like my dad asked how my first day of work was a couple weeks ago. Instead of texting, I'm like, oh, it was good. I called him and then actually like had a conversation because my dad's just like, Beep. like bad texture. Like, right. <laughs> you don't really get much out of it. Um, oh, yeah. So... To answer your question, I don't have a specific schedule. It's just like whenever I feel like I either haven't talked to them in a while right, or um, I have something that I just like want to share. Not like right. anything like super important, but like, oh, like this happened, blah, blah, blah. My roommate, Beep. she talks to her mom like close to every day and they can talk about anything. Like both of them are able to, able to hold a conversation that forever and ever. Right. But if I did that, I don't think I'd be I I think I'd run out of things to say to my mom. And it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I, I, it really just depends. Right. Okay, yeah. Cuz I um I'm a bad texter and I am bad at making the calls. So like this this year was weird. Like I feel like I I talked to my dad here and there cuz he would call me a lot, but I stopped like talking to my mom it was weird it was weird i don't know I, and not intentionally no not intentionally it was just kind of like i forgot to right um so, there's a lot going on i know i just kind of like i forget and then it's been a long time but that's i guess like that's kind of what you said like once you know if it's been a while it's like okay do it because yeah. sometimes i just push it off i'm like Ugh, i don't know it's been a while like i'll just i'll deal with it later or something like that yeah and for me, it's been a little bit different recently because my grandma, when she got sick, I started calling her like every week. And once I got into the habit of like doing that to catch up with her and like I have stuff happens every week. So like I definitely have enough to say if I were to call someone more regularly than like once every few months, like was what was kind of happening with my parents. Right. So I've been trying to keep them like more in the loop Yeah. just because I've realized like there is stuff to say and even if i'm like oh my god i have so much going on like i have enough time to call them yeah i have enough time to sit on instagram while i'm procrastinating like i have enough time to call my family yeah 
So it's it's been a little bit different this year because I have like a little bit of a different relationship with like communicating with them. Yeah. Um. So that's been nice. Why do you think you? Why is it different now than it was? Uh, because of my grandma. Like. Oh, sorry, because your grandma, right? Yeah, because um, when I was calling her like as regularly as I remember to, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, oh, we're probably gonna be on the phone for a while. Like, don't really want to get sucked right. into the conversation. But once she got sick, I was like, wow, I should have called her so much more. Yeah. So just like, I took for granted like the time that I had. Right. And then, like after the fact, I was super upset. I was like, I just should have called, should have called, but she never wanted to call me because she's like, "You're so busy. I don't want to bother you." I'm like, "You're not gonna bother me. I would love to talk to you. Like, if you call me, I will answer. Yeah. It's just that I make excuses for myself for not calling, and that's the thing. Like sometimes my mom calls me, which is why I talk to her more, but my dad won't call me because it's the same thing, and I, that's why I don't call him because I don't want to bother him. Right. But I'm sure he'd be really happy to hear from me. Yeah. Of so, course. Gotta gotta figure out that balance. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned um sort of making excuses for yourself. Like you, yeah. you sort of um trick yourself into thinking there's no time. Yeah. Which it's crazy how convincing that is. I fall into that constantly. And that's probably the main reason why I don't reach out. Um, because it just always feels like there's so much. But yeah. there is time. Even responding to text, this summer I've been trying yeah since I do not have a lot going on, to text everybody back. Like, daily check who I haven't replied to because I got into the habit during the school year. I think we talked about this before. I'm just, uh-huh. like, opening texts, feeling overwhelmed, not replying right then, yeah. and just, like, moving on. And then I would totally forget because, like, so much is happening during the school year. But now, during the summer, I'm trying to, first of all, reply, like, right away because why not? Like, right. literally, why not? There's no reason. Yeah, and I'm there's not, time. Yeah, there's time. And if I said I was going to text someone, like, my cousin who lives in Boston who I haven't seen in a while, I'm like, oh, I should really text Joanna and like see what's going on. Just do it. If I have the thought, just open my phone and do it. It takes 30 seconds. So trying trying to have less of like a excuses mentality yeah. when, it com- when it comes to talking to people. Right. And put and the pushing off is like, it's like a crucial moment because you won't get back to it. No. Because there's so many other notifications that pop up. Yeah. So deal with it there and then, Yeah. Yeah, I talk to my therapist about that sometimes. Yeah. Any advice? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just really noticing when, like, you thinking that there's no time is driven by anxiety rather than actual truth. Like. Wow. Th- thank you. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's terrifying. That that we just convince ourselves that. There, there's so much yeah. going on, but it's really just so much in our brains. I know. And and I mean, it's good to like be aware of it now because like it's always going to feel like that. Yeah. So it's good to get good at recognizing that, um, I guess, trick or not or lie mm-hmm. because like it might actually be too late at some point. So, yeah, and especially with my dad, because my dad's super old, like old. He's like 79. He's old. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's super old. Um, so, yeah, like definitely with stuff like that, I try to like make more time for it. Go to go to dinner because like a lot of times I'm like, oh, dinner, like, okay, this will cut through into my schedule. Like, Right. This is going to be a couple hours. Exactly. A couple hours and, and it's just do it like or like make an effort to make the time for it, even though you're like fighting against that 
like that anxiety is like very blaring like yeah. whip out your phone like put it on your calendar somewhere mm-hmm. and yeah and then once it's in your calendar it's easy because it's already part of the plan yeah um yeah i forgot there was a dog over there i saw I something moving in the corner of my eye she's so gentle. i know i wish everybody could see this all three of my listeners i checked there's three is about like three per episode okay yeah i like it yeah it's more than zero that, that is more than zero <laughs> that's exciting well i'm gonna tell my friends i was on a podcast oh so yes for get, sure yeah hopefully yeah. you get some more listens on this yeah one. it's also just really fun to like edit it um i don't know like i've realized that like you can make it into way more of a do you know like the eric andre show I know who Eric Andre is. Okay. I don't know how it's like formatted. Though, it's the like, show. I mean, not that this would ever be anything like that, but it's kind of like, <laughs> it's like this platform where like, there's like almost no structure. Like it is a podcast, yeah. but you can like make it into this other thing where you like insert little things here and there. Like a little while ago, I did like a couple fake ads oh or my gosh. like at the end, I do like a little bit of a monologue, like sort of make it into a bit of like. I don't know, like a show. Yeah, more in a of way. a show and less just people. Less just people, yeah. which I mean, it's great to have that. Yeah, this is what we do regularly, just without microphones. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Slightly more pointed questions asked, but yes. other than that, yeah, totally. This is what we were doing for like two hours earlier. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Could have been mic'd up. Yeah, I, uh, I sometimes I when I like intentionally reach out to people to do a podcast i worry that we talk about too much stuff and there won't be stuff left to talk about oh yeah but there always is yeah like you said we thought we were done like 25 minutes ago i know (laughs) i know i was getting there's always those little breaks and i'm like i should have prepared questions or something like that (laughs) hey you can edit that out right yes yes uh the guest doesn't realize that always but (laughs) once you get past that it that little uncomfortableness kind of fades and then it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've enjoyed this a lot. Thanks for having me. Of course. This is my first podcast appearance. Really? Yeah. Oh, you should do more of them. <laughs> Are there any anyone's looking for guests that you know of? Yes, I do. My good friend Ben, who has a podcast called And How Does That Make You Feel? And it's That's a amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a therapy ba- Oh, I'm sorry. Is this no. your pillow? <laughs> I want to use it for leg support. It's fine. I got tight hips. Yeah. Um, he has a therapy-based podcast kind of thing. It's, okay, it's not actually therapy. Right, but... But that's kind of the intention is... Delving into your emotions. Yes. Okay. And not even just emotions, but like kind of like analyzing like social dynamics and like... That's terrifying and sounds so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. And he's really good at... Um, he spends a lot of time thinking about that that kind of stuff. So he he's very good at um, kind of like bringing... Talking about those things that people like notice but mm-hmm. don't ever talk about. And they're wow. like very relatable like things, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah. And yeah, he's great at it and he loves it, so... That's awesome. I, yeah, you should definitely be on it. Um, yeah. But other than that, in terms of other podcasts, I can't think of another one. No, neither can no. I. There, yeah. There's a place, like a broadcasting center on Mass Ave in Cambridge uh-huh. that I walk by every day. Uh-huh. And they're playing like, I don't know if it's a radio show or a podcast, but oh, like the w... they're playing it out loud yeah. onto the street, which is really cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's so cool um, because people can just listen for free, which is mm-hmm. huge. 
Um, I actually stopped by there and there's this uh, show called The Moth. Okay. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. So basically the whole concept of it is people write stories like short five minute, eight minute stories and okay. they submit them and then they like go up on stage and tell them. That's so, so cool. It's the whole show. It's just like it's just like a long one hour segment of just people telling like short stories. And then it's it's almost like a contest in a way. Like there's a winner. Yeah. Based on like who people like the most. And there are some there are some wonky and funny stories. And there's are a they... theme there's a theme. Okay. Yes. So like they'll like like for example, when I went, it was like um uh the theme was uh, craving. Okay. So this guy told this story about how he went and like he used to be like a big traveler and he would like travel the united states and he would always stop at this diner in nevada and get this crazy salad yeah with like a bunch of dressing and like all this stuff and then he moved back to where like he started a restaurant or something and he worked there for like 50 years and he's like stopped traveling and then his business like his his restaurant went out of business or something like that and he he felt like lost and he started like drinking and like all of these like super negative things. And then he like went and traveled again. Like he, he got on that motorcycle and like went across back to Nevada and he like, did he get the salad? He got the salad, Wow! but there was no sauce and the sauce was the star of the show. It's like a basho bowl with no sauce. Oh my God. It doesn't make any tragic. sense. It completely tragic. Um, but it didn't matter because like he realized that, the reason he'd been thinking he'd been thinking about the salad for many years and the re- he realized that he wasn't actually thinking about the salad he was thinking about like the person he used to be before he like settled down wow. and like became this person that had a restaurant um and it was, it was he told it very well that's so cool yeah very cool concept i love stuff like that and what where did you say it's on like is it on the radio or is it just like a it's definitely a- I I'd bet that it's like on Spotify and okay. like other um podcasting platforms. Um but me and Beep. just like happened to be walking down Com Ave and we were like, "Oh, like I wonder what's going on in there." And then we like went in, it was like The Moth and we were, and she she she's a huge fan and she was like she was like, "Oh my god, like we have to go." And we went and somebody just happened to have a spare two tickets. No way. Which was the craziest thing because I she, love when random things happen like that, that things just fall into place. And you're uh, like, this is what's supposed to happen. Like when we went into Boston, we got that free fried dough and ate it like on the grass. Oh during my the summer. gosh. That was 4th of July last year. Yeah. That was awesome. I, I love that stuff too. And it's kind of like what you were talking about in Paris, like that hidden gem. It's like, oh, like, you weren't expecting to go there, but it was so lovely that you like did go. Right. Like that wasn't on any of the like, agendas list of tourist attractions that I was like right. trying to see while I was there. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Spontaneity when it works out is so much better because the expectation for something great isn't there. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. That, that, that quote. That should be like put on a plaque or something. What you just um, said that yeah. that was wonderful. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, don't worry. I'll make a sweatshirt with it <laughs> on it and I'll sell it to you. <laughs> uh, you but, three listeners will buy it. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine all the revenue? Yeah. So I'll be able to travel the world. So me, you, and who else? Beep. Definitely Gabriella. Gabriella. Gabriella is the most hardcore listener. Okay. Of this I haven't listened to every episode. Oh, that's okay. I, I feel like a bad co-host slash guest. I'll well, have that's, to catch that's up. My, that's what my last co-host said. He was like, <laughs> I, I haven't listened to any of your episodes. I feel like a bad 
<laughs> and I was like, that's what everybody says. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really no big deal. It's this whole thing is more for me. Right. It's just, it's something creative to do, you know? Um, but yeah, no, Gabriella is a hardcore listener. She has listened to, she's on her second round. She's like listening to the podcast. That is so sweet. All the way through. That is adorable. It is very sweet. She's a, she just so happens to love podcasts. Hi Gabby. Hi Gabby. <laughs> um, I actually have like an archive of episodes that I've never uploaded, and she was like, "Do you have any episodes that you like never uploaded?" So I sent them to her, and um, she just like really liked them. That's uh, very cute. Yeah. That is so adorable. It is. Wow. Yeah. It kind of works nicely, doesn't it? Yeah, and the fact that she cares so much about something that you care so yeah. much about yeah and even more than just like listens to it in the first place right that's, that's she like really gives, cool she like actively gives me ideas wow like your question today did she give you that no 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 i was <laughs> all you an original <laughs> a creative genius how was your day <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. but sometimes i get very um like over thinkative with this i like want it to be good and yeah. so then i like hesitate to even start at all because that, that expectation is sense. there yeah so the other day i was talking to her and she's like like it's not a big deal like just do it and yeah. it was just kind of like a little nudge and it was just like it was very sweet um but yeah so anyways enough about her <laughs> she's not on the podcast today <laughs> this isn't about you gabriella <laughs> <laughs> uh. so are you working on any creative hobbies or any um side activities that have been bringing you some joy i would love to say yes but mm. at the moment there's nothing i'm trying to think when i was home i was doing puzzles a lot which was really fun mm. um because there's so many in my house and i just a lot of people don't have the patience to sit there or like get frustrated with the really hard ones, but I just want to like I just want to do it. I just want to get it done. Like the sense of like accomplishment from from putting each little piece into place and making the big giant pictures just yeah. like so exciting to me. And I don't like I don't get bored of a puzzle because my mind is like so engaged the whole time. Because uh-huh. like when when my mom comes over and she's kind of tired and doesn't want to do it. She'll like look at a piece. She'll just like shove it in places. I'm like, why would you even think that goes there? Like in my head, right. like you're not thinking about this enough. <laughs> so, so for me, it's like a huge like sense of joy to like do it and like yeah. really use my brain, figure it out, yeah, like analyze yeah, yeah. The, the shot, the shapes, and the patterns and the colors. Uh-huh. So I love puzzles. Um, and and you don't get fatigued. Like I feel like I I feel like when I do a puzzle, I'll get three pieces and I'm like, yeah. And then I don't get one for like 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like I just quit. No, not really. That doesn't. That's really amazing. Happen. No, that's so cool that you you so you just have you do you ever so do you just pound puzzles out in one go? Not usually because there's usually like either I have to go to bed or right. it's in a place where other people are, so I can't really use it like do it right. consecutively. Or, like, there's a place I have to go. Mm. But when I was home, I did this penguin puzzle, and it was glow-in-the-dark, too. It was so cool. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and that was from my grandma, Grimmy Joe. She loved uh-huh. penguins. Uh-huh. Um, so we got we got the penguin puzzle from her house. And I 
was doing it like got it out like one of the first nights I got home was working on it and like had my brother Joe and my mom come over to with me for a little bit and they're like oh let's watch a movie so I did that next day Mm -hmm. like in between doing things like went and worked on the puzzle a little bit and the next night I sat for a really long time was doing it and recruited my dad and my mom and Joe to help me not recruited but I was like I feel bad that I'm not them. hanging out with anybody else. So right. maybe they can come we do can the do puzzle this with together. me. Yeah, my, yeah. My fun activity, they can join in. Right, right. Um, and my dad's like, oh my God, Felicia picked the hardest puzzle ever. <laughs> well, how do you, how are you even looking at this? How do you even do this? And I was like, just like, look at it. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain to you right. my puzzle, my puzzle thought process. Yeah. And then my mom was tired. She's like, oh, whatever. And beep, beep. It was good though. He, he also likes it. Like, I like it. And, um, he stayed up pretty late with me working on it, and then it was getting pretty late. Though we went to bed next day, we finished it together, which was fun. Right. So like, tra- we I did like really big chunks at a time. Okay. Um, and then when Lerone was there, we finished a puzzle in two days, like a thousand piece puzzle or something oh, wow. like that. Yeah. So many pieces. Yeah. Good God. So to answer your actual question, currently I'm trying to exercise like try more different exercises now that it's summer like more outdoor activities like i brought my bike to boston oh which is great idea terrifying and thrilling at the same time um because i'm scared of dying from getting hit by car um but i went on my like first like actual like big girl bike ride on the street the other day up to amory and back and i like went on a walk at Amory with my friend and then biked there and back and I was like wow so I did nice. it like the satisfaction right. of like yes I, I, didn't I, I, die. Wasn't, I wasn't even that worried yeah. on the way there, there though a car without a muffler drove past me and I almost shit myself like right. I, I was already loud. like worried like in the bike lane and that's like the big bike lane on that side of Beacon Right. but then the car drove by and I was like ah! and anybody on the sidewalk like would have looked at me and been like why is that girl on a bike she looks like so terrified like right. scared for her life uh-huh. Um, but the way back was surprisingly easier, even though there's no actual bike lane. The cars just had to go around me. Right. I think that was better because like I have my space and you have to like, you right. have to go around me unless you want to hit me. Like you, you have to do something right. else. So I just, I can only go so fast, wear my helmet, bike at my speed, stay as far away from the cars as I can. And like, right. that's that. Right. And so, you're doing all you can. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that, that realization really helped me like not be as scared about it. Right. Cause I'm like they you have to yield to bikers like right <laughs> i am on a bike i can't do anything else so. right yeah. i i totally get that um there's a lot of so obviously beacon and commonwealth mm-hmm. like kind of like fork out but yeah. they, they intersect over in kenmore but um if you're ever going like towards Am- amory there's so many um back roads in between commonwealth and uh beacon that are like super super nice houses in brookline and it's much more quiet um and it's peaceful right um so if you ever take another trip we will try and like weave through brookline a little bit more sometime but i actually forgot about the plan Mm -hmm. and it was at 6 30 and at 6 27 texted me and said be there in five and I was, I had gotten home from work, taken all my work clothes off and was just sitting on the couch oh on my, my phone, God. literally doing nothing. Right. Not a single thing. Completely slipped my mind that we'd planned. Right. And she said, see you in five minutes. And I was like, oh, oh God. shit. Right. So you so just took like, the most direct I route. guess I have to take my bike. Right. Like I don't have any other option in this situation because right. I had kept making excuses. Like I did a couple rides on like trails, like in the fence, but that's not, I, I'm not anywhere near cars. So like right. that, that wasn't like 
the the big kahuna like like really right it's not outside of your comfort biking zone biking in boston yeah i totally get that um and i made it there like a few minutes after she did because yeah. threw on some clothes threw my sneakers got my keys went out the door and i biked it was cool and now i think i'll do it more often probably i don't know how far downtown i'll go on a bike like more like past kenmore and stuff oh like because it just the city. gets more crowded right um I would say one thing that's kind of in your favor is the bike lanes get more and more um, protective because okay. they do. They started doing this thing in Boston where it's like sidewalk, bike lane, cars, parked cars, oh. then traffic. So you are part of Beacon is actually like that. Yeah, I just it's a great idea because you're yeah. shielded by like ten thousand pounds of metal, <laughs> which right. is so comforting. Yeah. Um, one thing I would be worried about, though, yeah. is because my bike is old, uh-huh. like very old. Like I've had this bike since I was probably like squeaky like, old, like 12, not squeaky yet. But if yeah. I put it into the highest gear possible, it goes, <laughs> so, the gears like just like make some sort of something is wrong. Yeah. Something is wrong with uh-huh. the bike. So I can't put it in the highest gear. So mm-hmm. I can't go as fast as I could. Otherwise, right. I'm in like the next highest okay which is still fine but i would be worried i'm not going fast enough for all the other bikers right. and that they'd have to pass me i don't have a bell yet that is something i need to invest oh, in yeah. um you should get a, like a really loud one <laughs> one of those horns is like like uh, a horn that yes. you squeeze oh my gosh yes. like a gotcha. <laughs> that would be so funny oh or have it sound like a bus horn the oh tea yeah horn. oh my god that would be terrifying oh that would be terrifying yeah yeah maybe not that you would probably that, cause people that'd to be get rude <laughs> <laughs> you would probably cause people to get into accidents with that yeah they'd be so scared <laughs> like the t's in the bike lane <laughs> <laughs> not again <laughs> uh, that's so cool though that you've like started biking and i mean overcoming a fear yeah i yeah. i do want to do something more creative though like i i actually did paint a picture when i was home oh really as a mother's day present for my mom because uh-huh. i didn't get her anything and i didn't know what to get her so i painted a picture and it was pretty bad uh-huh. but i still did it and that, sure it was fun it was like watercolors i haven't done watercolors in years i bet there's somebody out there that forgot to buy something for their mother for mother's day it's okay i i'm not, i mean who am i to judge i'm pretty bad at it too but you should probably be disappointed in yourself as a as a son or a, or a, or a daughter but it's okay i'm going to give you an out little last minute out even though mother's day was about 2 months ago my friend started this website it's called oh my god i forgot about mothersday.com that's right it's oh my god i forgot about mothersday.com it's a pretty cool website it's got lots of products from netflix recommendations for your mother to watch to thick socks for her to wear in 85 degree weather or even just Tupperware to hold on to those leftovers that nobody really wants. So go ahead and take a, take your computer, open it up, and type in, oh my god, I forgot about mothersday.com. You won't regret it. Not responsible for regrets, scams, or unusable products. Actually, this weekend, Beep. when I did chalk in a park, because oh, um, we have so this, nice. this book of like adventure dates, kind of, like you scratch it off. Oh, right. You showed and, me. Um, yeah, you, it's just like, it was an outdoor activity. Uh-huh and we put it off for a weekend that that's what i did this weekend when i said Beep. i had plans but i wasn't sure what time oh right, right um so he was like waiting to meet fear's brother so i ended up getting pushed back and anyway we went to the fence did chalk like in public like on the walkway traced oh. each other in chalk which is like what the prompt was and yeah. then 
you draw like in the other person's shape like things that remind them of you so it was really hard to like draw actual things in chalk but it was really cool to like have to think of things to have to think of things and draw and do chalk and i now have a giant box of sidewalk chalk so like i'm gonna do chalk again that's because because i have so much of it yeah no i love that um i think that having to like think of those things that remind you of a person helps you appreciate them more definitely because at first i was like uh, um he likes soccer so yeah. i'm gonna draw a soccer ball by his foot right. <laughs> and, then it, and then it got into other stuff like i drew like a bunch of shapes in his brain because like he is very like analytical and like likes to design things and yeah. the way he thinks and likes to figure things out so i was like okay i don't know how to draw gears in chalk because there's no, there's not a lot of like yeah. artistic control there so i'm just gonna draw shapes <laughs> right um and stuff Uh, like that it was just like wow this is this is fun what other things did you write that reminded you of him um i put white sneakers because i got him the white nikes you've seen them the shoes that he wears and i was like kind not begging but like encouraging heavily encouraging him to get white shoes for a long time because it's it's such a standard like yeah and it goes with everything everything and he didn't have any like sneakers that weren't athletic looking sneakers so not that it's about me but i did (laughs) i did want a pair of shoes that i liked a little bit more right and i was i he wanted shoes too picked out the shoes got him for his birthday and he loves the white shoes but he wants to get um maybe change the lace color and i was like that's gonna ruin the effect but i drew i drew the white shoes with red laces because Mm -hmm. his previous shoes were black blue and red you know the stretchy red laces so i drew him with the stretchy red laces because i know how much he loves them even though i am not a fan but the white shoes with the stretchy laces are the compromise so so that was that was something i drew um i drew a smiley face near the heart like a big giant purple smiley face He's a sweet kid. Yeah, and then I drew like a stick figure running because I really like running together, even uh-huh. though I sometimes get grumpy when we're running together. Really? Because he doesn't run in a straight line, and I like to like run, like very, right towards very the... straight. Yes. To a corner, turn at a corner, another ninety degree angle, turn. Uh-huh. He like weaves across the sidewalk, like instead of going around people where there's room, like he'll go to the other side of like the, the trees and like go on the teeny tiny strip next yes. to the curb. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he'll just like run across the street randomly. And it's like, I regret letting you like choose the path. Like I hate this, but it, I do enjoy running with him. And once I like just kind of give up control a little bit and run how he runs and not try and run how I run while he's running. It's a lot easier. And sometimes he'll run in a straight line with me, which is really nice. Um, But sometimes I would just, like, get frustrated. I'm not actually, like, mad. But when I'm running, I I always do it a certain way because I'm, like, always by myself typically. So he was messing up my flow. Yeah, of course. Um, So in my explanation, I was like, yeah, like, I drew somebody running because I like running with you, even though sometimes it doesn't seem like it because I get get annoyed. Um, I love that. Um, Especially the part about, like once you kind of like give up your own um, like mindset about how to do something. Yeah. It not only becomes easier, but it's like, I don't know. It's like you grow a little bit. Yeah. And it never really mattered. It was just right. the way I did it. So right. I wanted to keep doing it that way. Exactly. I, you don't have to run in a straight line. That's just how I've been doing it for the past. Exactly. However many years I've been running. Right, right, right. That's so sweet. Yeah. And at one, <laughs> one time though, when we were running, I 
like sprinted across the crosswalk ahead of him because i wanted to go a certain way and he was going the opposite way yeah and then he was sprinting and then we were racing and then i got such a bad cramp after it and it was such good karma for him like Uh, for for me to get in front of him like right right, right. haha i'm gonna sprint this direction and you have to follow me and then i got such a bad cramp i'm like oh that was such a bad idea (laughs) like the 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 instantaneous satisfaction was there when i was like sprinting away into the distance i'm gonna show him and then afterwards my calf was like seizing up i'm like why did i do that i hate calf cramps man they're the worst have you ever woken up with a calf cramp like a horse? Oh my god, it's like it's like an alien. Talk about a rude awakening. <laughs> <laughs> like you can you can see like the muscle like moving and it's just gripping and you're in in so much pain that you wake up. And it hasn't happened that many times, yeah. but it's happened enough times that I like hope it never happens again. Um and you just try and go back to sleep cuz you yeah. can't even stretch it cuz it's like actively seizing and like feels like it's being ripped apart. Good god. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, I have gotten some pretty bad toe cramps. I'm more toe of a toe, I'm more of a toe like a foot toe cramp guy. That's interesting. Yeah, but I actually kind of enjoy cramps. What? Um, it's kind of like okay, it's kind of like a yoga thing. Like, I kind of figured that cramps are like your body's way of like adjusting to a new position that they haven't really been used to. I guess that's very. Do toe cramps usually happen during yoga? Um. They usually happen when I try to give them to myself. Please elaborate. <laughs> I will flex my toe like this. Because yeah. I try to like, because I, I have really poor foot flexibility. So I try yeah. to like extend it until it cramps. And then okay. I just wait. And then this amazing thing happens where it like, your so your toes are like this. They're super tense. And then slowly they like, it's like, it's like a little ticking where they like loosen. And it feels so good to like to like push past that point. Exactly. Okay. That I I understand more yeah. of what you're saying uh-huh. now. Like, kind of like training your feet to do something. I yeah. thought you just meant like you get cramps when you're walking into your toes and you oh, enjoy it. I'm no. Like, what? <laughs> Why? Ah, oh, yes. And how do you give yourself toe cramps when you're walking? Uh, I don't get a lot of cramps when I'm walking, but maybe like when I'm running, like definitely calf is like yeah. <laughs> Especially if you sprint out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it'll get you. Yeah. 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 That's why I don't run fast. <laughs> I just jog at a leisurely pace. I love jogging at a leisurely pace. And <laughs> yeah. I hate when people say like, oh, I'm going to go for a jog. Uh-huh. I go for a run. You may call this a jog, but I'm going for a run, okay? This what is do you my, mean? This is like pace-wise. People say like, oh, I'm running or I'm jogging. Yeah. And like if you're running, you're going faster. Yeah. But for me, like to say I'm jogging kind of for me detracts from what i'm doing right maybe i am actually jogging but, but you're i not like to call consider myself a runner so right. I, i'm going for a run right it's almost like a uh, derogatory term yeah like if i if i could run seven minute miles for long distances and yeah. then decided to go for a jog at like a 10 minute mile right maybe that would make sense yeah but sometimes my runs are around 10 minute miles because right. i'm just i'm just feeling that pace that day right or like when I'm working back up to like training, like when I I haven't run in a while, so I probably would be running it like around ten minutes right. before I get back to my like more in shape pace. So yeah. that's fine for me, and I, I'd totally. still consider that a run. But yeah. when people like are like, oh well, you're jogging, not running. I'm like, yeah, right. cool. It's... I don't care. <laughs> it's also so Who subjective. Asked you? <laughs> so subjective. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't love to run for cardio. It strikes me as a particularly not painful, but it can be. It's it's tough on your body. I feel and like. your brain. Yeah. yeah, I made the mistake of like. So I was training for half marathon this spring semester, and like during like from the end of winter break until the race, which was like end of March. And during that time, like, super hectic with school and work, and then I went away, and I also got sick during that time. So, like, my training schedule was not as good as it should have been, but I was pushing my body to go faster. And, like, I could do it, but my joints were complaining because I was not – I didn't, like, like, work my way up to that level enough for my body to be like, oh, yes, my knees can run nine miles at this pace without bothering me. So, like, it is very hard on your body. And I was not, like, treating my body correctly to be running that distance. But I couldn't, like, undo it, and I was still going to run the race. So I ran it, and, like, there was things – when I came back from Europe, I had, like, a really weird shin cramp that would happen, like, a mile in. And it would seize up so badly that I couldn't run anymore, and my leg felt like a club. Holy shit. And the the race was in, like, a few weeks, and I couldn't stop training. Like, Like, the ideal situation is, like, stretch everything out, really rest up. Try again. But I but I couldn't because I I was sick the week before I went away and I went away. Right. So your schedule was already so right. I needed to fractured. get that mileage up because if not, right. I wouldn't make it to thirteen point one miles when right. I was doing the race. No, totally, totally. And since then, I haven't really like been stretching the way I should be or want to or doing yoga. Like I'm trying to like implement kind of like a bedtime schedule and incorporate yoga into that. Oh, huge. Yeah, I haven't been very successful uh-huh. so far but it's only the third week of summer living so i'm really gonna try that because i do feel so much better when i do it and i notice that i lose flexibility when i don't do it for a while which makes sense but i forget how good i feel when i am like all loose and my muscles right. feel good and my joints feel good and right. that'll make me a better runner too right it, it's um it you kind of when you're not in the habit of it it's easy to get discouraged by just starting and doing it yeah and you kind of like forget about like that benefit a little bit totally no totally. i totally get that yeah i love what you said though about like um well you made like you brought up this thing of like sometimes your body is at a certain place and you want to be you want it to be at a different place you yeah. want to run faster you want to do something better and so like you it'll just hurt yeah you just haven't put the work in right so exactly. like you can do it but it's not in the way that's like preparing your body and treating your body in the way it should be to do it in the most like painless, most efficient way. Right. So yes, I ran the half marathon, but I ran it slower than I thought I was going to. And I honestly didn't feel too terrible, thought like my joints were going to feel worse, but they didn't feel great. Like by the end, like by like mile 10, my legs were like really bothering me. And when I ran ran my last half marathon, that didn't happen at all because my training was so much more like regimented and consistent. So I, I want to do another one where I like have the time to really put my mind to it and like put the work in because I, I want to do that work to have a good outcome, not like a time or anything, but to like feel Feel good good. in the way that i ran the race right and that didn't really happen this time which yeah because i think that that makes you feel better than necessarily the time like if you get to the end you're like oh that wasn't so bad or like whatever yeah no totally um yeah i have a lot of days where like 
where I might like do yoga and like I want to feel like I, I, I want to get the benefits of how like good it feels to be flexible and limber and feel those like satisfying like oh yes but sometimes my body's just way more tight than I expected and so like the yoga session will go by feeling like I'm really just trying to like beat my body rather than treating it nicely because like I can't accept mentally that my body's not there and you're yeah, like maybe you're sore from the gym and and you're feeling tighter and you're like no but yesterday I could do it right and you can't like accept the idea that your body's not in a place where you want it to be right yeah Uh, what have you been doing for yoga like do you do youtube or yeah 100% youtube because I'm too lazy to like go to a class and like pay for it yeah me too yeah um and it's at home so like it's easier to sit down and do it when it's just at your house. Yeah, like putting on a video is so much better than going to a class because, again, make, like making excuses and not enough time. That happens even now, though, with like 10, 15-minute yoga videos. Like, oh, I don't have time for this. I totally do. I totally do. I just need to like make a promise to myself that I'm going, I'm going to get there. Do you like a specific person on YouTube? Uh, yoga with Adrian. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I love her and Benji. She's good. She she's great, especially for beginner yoga as well. Cause um I don't know. I I love that she focuses so much on explaining that like breathing is like literally like everything. Yeah. And it totally, totally is. Um uh but yeah, and her dog's so cute. And she's super like kind about it and like she's mm-hmm. not hardcore. So like it's good and- for I haven't done any videos where there was stuff I couldn't do. Right. Like some things might be hard for me to do, but there's never, never like headstands. Like she'll right. say like, go into a headstand if your practice allows it or something right. like that. I'm like, thank you. Cause I can't do right. a headstand. I'm yeah. nowhere near that. And she makes a really clear point of like, if you're not feeling it, don't do it. Like right. just do this instead. Do that instead. And like, there's no shame. It's just whatever no your body's feeling. Right. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be hurting your body. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mainly her. There's another guy called, it's like a couple. And he says his name is, okay, their channel is called Breathe and Flow. Okay. But Is his name Breathe and her name Flow? The guy's name is Flow. The girl's name is Bree. So. Oh, is his name actually Flow though? I I think so. Maybe like Florence? Something like is that. Is that a name? <laughs> he could have totally shortened it. I don't, yeah. I don't buy it. Their brand is a sham. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He he's good for more like uh workout yoga. Like okay, he yeah. um he likes to like hold stuff for longer cuz I don't know if you've ever noticed this but with Adrian she holds stuff for like only one or two breaths. And that's great if you're just trying to get like a overall good workout, but if you're actually trying to improve flexibility mm-hmm. and like things like that, you kind of need to hold it for longer. Yeah, I've definitely had different like levels of videos with her and most of the ones that I've done are the more beginner ones where it's just like doing things for like just a little bit of a stretch right exactly and a lot of the a lot of the yoga i do is mostly just stretching with like longer breathing in between which i really like but i do want to try and get more into like an actual practice like her her like series of videos yeah those ones are a lot more in depth and like going like the sun salutation is like moving through different poses in series instead of just like Rolling your neck, rolling your shoulders, moving on, downward dog, which I love to do, like, yeah. before bed or wake when I wake up, just to, like, stretch out. Right. Feel, feel looser. 
No, yeah. Um, no, totally do the series. Because yeah. um, then you feel great. Once you hit the 30, you're like, what? I, I haven't done days? one yet. Maybe I'll try that. Maybe yeah. that'll be my goal. Yeah. And the 30th day, she does something which I like never saw coming is she basically doesn't talk during the video. What? Yeah. Because she's trying to like make you like realize that like yoga is really just about like feeling your own body and like seeing what feels good and what doesn't. And so she'll just, she'll do her own practice and you can like follow along if you want, but she won't say anything. That's so cool. Um, so it's hard because you're so critical of yourself. You're like, ugh, like this isn't working or like whatever. It's so easy to get in your own head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely try out that series. If you're looking for like something a little bit more serious than just the quick 28 minute, like stretches. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea because I totally have the time now. I just mm-hmm. need to put it into my day. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's hard to start a new habit. Yeah. I am. So, I have a hard time. Like it just, it was easier with yoga because it just, I don't know, something clicked and it was like, it wasn't hard to make that commitment. But like with other things, I've had horrible times like trying to <laughs> incorporate it. Yeah. So I totally sense. get it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I started yoga because when I, when my back started bothering me, I guess it was, like, beginning of sophomore year, I, I had, like, a really bad back problem, and um, the physical therapist was like, maybe try yoga, and I was like, I don't do yoga. Mm. <laughs> you don't know me, but I don't do <laughs> yoga. <laughs> like I don't believe that. in religion. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yoga is, like, hippy-dippy, not that I'm, like, yeah. so far removed for him, from hippy-dippy, mm. like... <laughs> I live in Boston. I'm vegan. Like yeah. there's there's plenty of hippy dippy contributing factors, but right. like my like science brain yeah. had such a hard time thinking that I would even enjoy it because it's right. like oh feel your body breathe like yeah. and I was like that's so dumb like I right. do, I don't need to do that like right. I don't care totally and like the little motivational thing they make the Peloton instructors do uh-huh. like, I hate that shit what what is it like you're so strong and you're so brave and you're doing such a good job, job and you're going to smash your day. Right. And I'm like, okay, but I'm dying right now. Like you're, right. you're killing me. Right. And you're going to say this. Like yeah. I just got annoyed. Like right. I, the motivational quotes like really don't do it for me. Yeah. It kind of gives it a bad thought, rep a little bit, which is, but the classes are great. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah. But that's why I thought I wouldn't like yoga because I was like, well. It's more of that garbage. Yeah. Right. And I was so judgmental about it. And then I did it. And I actually, I did yoga with Adrian starting off. And I still do that. But um, she does do it. And I didn't even realize like how much I've gotten used to it and like appreciate her saying like, be aware of where your body is positioned and like feeling your toes. And like, like now, like think about all the way up from your toes to your head. Yeah. And that body awareness and the breathing. And now I, I, I love it. Like once I actually started doing it, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And I understand why people like it. Right. And it's not like you're so powerful and you're going to take over the world today kind of bullshit that I don't <laughs> that I don't respond to. Not that that doesn't work for other people. Right. Not that it's total shit. No, but it doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Just like I just like, okay, well, you're telling me, but that doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, but it, it something kind of clicked and I was doing this one video so often that I like could do the whole video without watching it. It was only like like 10, 15 minutes and it was like the upper back one because that's where my problem was. So I, it was just cool to like be able to do it without the video and in my brain just like pay attention to how my body was feeling and like thinking of what she says in her head and like, okay, now make sure you're breathing through this and like push your hips this way and 
all that kind of stuff to get your body where it is best suited for those positions. And it's just cool to like have that intuition. I've totally lost it now yeah. that like I haven't been practicing regularly, but um, I don't think you have. Cause I, uh, I don't know. I, I think like, especially when you're focusing on one body part, yeah. there's like really only a couple cues that like really help mm-hmm. align it or whatever. And like, that sticks i feel like i guess that's true like the breath work and being more aware of my body has definitely stuck with me because even when i'm like doing other things i'm more thoughtful about i'm more aware of like what i am doing with my body it pops in your head every once in a while like oh when you watch so many videos it's just like huh wow adrian would say like now breathe in like take a full breath like make it fully expand everything um and it's really cool i made not made, but my Luca, my younger brother, he was having back problems. I'm like, do some yoga with me. And he's like, oh my God, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> and he's like making fun of him. I'm like, ah, that's exactly what right. I was doing. Um, so it's just funny to see him. I'm so glad that. that it's like you found something valuable. In yeah, it. totally. Yeah. No, it's, it helps so much. I mean, the thing is, is like, I'm not even that much more flexible than I used to be, but it's, it's, I've like done it a lot with in conjunction with like lifting and the things I've like learned about my body with weightlifting through that has been like amazing. Like I, when I used to squat, I used to get like horrible low back pain. And then I sort of realized that like back pain is just associated with like you not care, not like kind of like tensing or activating your abs. So then your back just takes all the pain all the weight and so like i started like focusing on these things and that thing and then it sort of like just became a much more natural movement and yeah. i just feel a lot more safe that's awesome yeah that you've been able to make that adjustment exactly. and like understand where in your body is bothering right you. exactly yeah so yeah it's been like two and a half years of that so don't plan on dropping it soon hopefully i won't that's awesome yeah is mac barking yes he is okay i'm gonna go get him okay Sounds good. Also, it's ten twenty two. I don't know. I just wanted to like let you know so you don't. Totally, totally. This has been really fun. It has been. It gets. It it just becomes so like natural. Yeah, like this is like I said earlier, like what we'd be doing just without microphones. Exactly. And earlier we're like, oh, we have nothing else to talk about. Here we we are. (laughs) Yeah, I did one with my friend Owen, and every like five minutes he'd be like. Like the conversation wouldn't even be over, and he'd be like, "Uh, what else? What else?" <laughs> <laughs> I, about? I was like, "Stressing out." <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Uh, we should have thought about this before we started." <laughs> like, like during the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There was really good conversation, but it yeah. was just—it was so funny to watch him stress. He actually stood up for like forty-five percent of the podcast. He was like, "I should stand. I should stand." <laughs> I was like, okay, man. High stakes here. (laughs) Wow, that's That's really funny. So, you're probably pretty tired of me at this point. But, um, the podcast hit a natural lull here. And I, look, the truth is, is I I wanted to keep it to myself. I I didn't want to have to tell you guys that there was a lull in the podcast. I wanted you guys to think that it was a smooth and natural podcast, but I can't lie to you anymore. So I took out about 15 to 20 seconds of uh, 
chit chat and awkward banter. It wasn't awkward. It was just, you know, we just, you know, we hit a natural change of subject. So instead I decided to ask Felicia a question. Yeah. I guess like, what is something that like you're looking forward to in this like next in this summer, really? Like, is there some sort of thing you kind of want to do or like? I want to enjoy life. Ooh. That sounds that sounds like very broad, general, but no, but it's so I, true. During the school year, as you know, stress myself out unnecessarily, get caught up in school and work and all of that stuff. And I feel like this year, looking back, I didn't really take the time on weekends to like actually relax and spend time with people I care about and have a good time. So even these past two weekends, it's been so nice because I have no homework. I have no responsibilities. I literally have nothing to do other than keep myself alive. So it's been so fun. with Challenging. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a challenge, but not as challenging as other things that I've had to do on weekends, like homework and work and stuff like that and having, having deadlines. Now it's, I go to work, I do my work, I leave. And when I come home, there's things to do like make dinner and clean the apartment and like prep for work the next day. Right, but those things aren't super stressful. No, and I'd have to do all of those things when I was going to school anyway on top of homework. So now that I have time, like I had plans, have plans every night this week with, with a different wow. person, which is so fun for me. Yeah, that's amazing. And on the weekends, I did something different every day. Like Friday, we went to Chinatown. Saturday, we went to the Fens. Sunday, we went to the MFA. And it's not the whole day and it doesn't, it's not anything like outrageous, not any crazy plans, but it's an activity. It's something to do. And I, I want to explore Boston a little bit more just because I've been here for so long and I don't think I've really taken the time to enjoy all the different parts of it like I could. So this summer I think is really an opportunity because there's so many people here this summer, which is really nice. Yeah. And it's less COVID than last summer. Oh, Yeah. No, your senior year is going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm trying to carry this mentality with summer, like into the year, um, to just like enjoy things more and take time and live in the moment and stop getting so caught up in like, oh my God, like this is due on this day and I have so much to do. I will get it done if I need to. I can, I can go make plans with people and do stuff. Sometimes spontaneous plans are like the best things that happen. And even if it doesn't seem like I have time, like we were saying earlier, making excuses, that happens all the time because I always have work to do. Right. So if I always have work to do, then I'm never going to do anything fun. Right. Unless I make myself. So now I'm trying to get into more of a habit of letting myself have fun rather than scheduling my life like around the work I have to get done. Right. Yeah. No, totally. And and this awareness and the, like this conversation, like bringing that again, that awareness to it won't fade. Like you will forget at times, and you will still act on that anxiety a lot. Yeah. But there'll be times where you're like, "Do I really need to do this right now?" <laughs> yep. Do I'm I I'm really excited for that yeah. when I when I'm questioning whether or not it's really that big of a deal. Right. Because in the long term, like I've done pretty well so far. Like I don't I don't need to get ridiculous grades like i don't i don't need to do i don't need to do anything really other than pass right (laughs) especially for senior year yeah so i just i want to try and spend more time with people especially because who knows what where we're all going to be after it 
so i'm excited yeah yeah how about you any any goals anything you're really looking forward to this summer or in Um, general um i think it's kind of the same thing because that fear of having to get stuff done is like it's almost like it's not worse but it's different so i'm less aware yeah that it's a it can be a problem so i'm always like okay like i gotta this this that this and that and so i would like to not do that um but also i think i would really like to like really throw myself into something whether it's this podcast or like just make time for something that isn't like work related because because like i just i want to like i don't know i just i want to like really have something that i'm passionate out passionate about outside of work because the idea of working forever is like daunting to me at this moment it's like yeah like the idea of a nine to five, even if I work in different places and even if my job is moderately exciting, the idea of like knowing that every day I go to the same place and like I have the exact same schedule is just like terrifying. Yeah. I was worried about that at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. Obviously I did it last summer, but I didn't love it. <laughs> like I was like, oh, this kind of sucks being like an adult in right. quotes. Um, so now that I have like so many people to see and so many things to do, I'm trying to do as much as I can right. outside of work to like make it interesting. Yeah, of course. Cause that's and, what it's all about. Yeah. With whatever your passion project you choose, that that's really exciting that you'll have something to look forward to. Yeah. You just have to pick something, which is a hard thing to do, but yeah. Hmm. Are there any other things like you're exploring? Like obviously you're doing yoga, you're weightlifting, you're podcasting. Are there any new like skills you want to learn or things you want to get into? Um, Oh God, that's hard. Um, I really want to like play an instrument or like get into dancing or something. Yeah. Um, cause I think, I think there's been like a couple times throughout the year where, um, I like, like there was one night where I went to tits, right? Yeah. And I was in a group of people and I get really nervous dancing in groups of people Yeah. because it's weird. It's like, you are like, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm just overthinking what everybody's thinking. I feel like, I feel like it I gets in the, the way of my dancing. I do the same thing and I dance my whole life. Like I do yeah. not dance the moves that i learned in dance class right like i just kind of groove around but even then i'm right. self-conscious about the grooving exactly the, what do i look like doing this right and you do don't i wanna... look so dorky like exactly. what, what is it you don't want to do too much and attract too much attention and then like you feel like you have to keep it up for everybody yeah. else or or not do enough or whatever so i kind of like took a trip around the bar and i left my group and i just started dancing on my own and i like closed my eyes and just listen to the music and I just like dance for like four hours like without stopping and it was that like so amazing so liberating and like it was like a breath of fresh air it was so nice and I just want to do more of that like get in that place where you're just dancing freely or like I don't know doing something freely and I don't know 
so yeah, maybe taking a dance class or like even just setting a little bit of time aside to just play some music and then dance in my room or something like that. That is something I really like to do and don't do enough because when I do it, I just like, it feels goofy at first, but then you're having such a good time with yourself and with the music and it's just such a nice feeling and it doesn't matter what you look like. You could literally be flailing your body all over the place, but you're having the best time and it's just like such a release of endorphins and all the stress you're holding and like any expectations you have can just throw them out the door put on a good song that you want to dance to just jump around during during covid especially like when i was going insane at my house um i would put on music and like sometimes be like out of breath from like how much i was exerting myself dancing around my room like i'm sure it looked ridiculous but i was having a great time and, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And it, um, someone I follow on Instagram does like a Wiggle Wednesday or used to and has a playlist for it and would like every Wednesday post a video for dancing. And even if it was like kind of re- like she's a profession was a professional dancer. So like definitely has some moves in her arsenal. But like even it was kind if it was kind of ridiculous, like jumping all over the place, even if she felt embarrassed to post it. Right. Um, she would do it anyway, like right. encourage everybody to do the same, which is like how I got back into it. Right. Um, and I haven't done it in a while, so may- maybe I'll make that a goal yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, we just have to do it. I'll keep you posted. You keep me posted. Yeah. Keep each other I'll accountable. Just, I'll just FaceTime you and I'll just, it'll like connect and I'm just like... <laughs> maybe one time it'll be at the same time (laughs) that we're both that would be a funny tiktok (laughs) uh yeah i think that's a good place to end it yeah yeah i think that kind of wraps things up it does wrap things up yeah well thank you for coming on here yeah thanks again for having me i've had so much fun do you have like an outgoing message to my three listeners um not really. I think everything we've said speaks for itself. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, bye. Bye. Hey, guys. That's the end of the podcast. It's done. It's kaputs. It's over. So get on with your life. Before you guys hang up, though, I thought I would take a couple seconds to reflect on what I took away from this conversation And I think that the biggest thing is that you're never too busy to make time for family or friends. I mean, obviously, you can be very busy and too busy, but a lot of the times when you think you're too busy and you have too much stuff to do, you're not actually under that much of an obligation. Like you can basically, you can make time for your family and your friends. You just have to be able to like put that anxiety of getting your work done and all that stuff away for a second and take the time to be with your family because you will always feel super busy and stressed. So if you never make time for it, even though you feel like you have to do a lot of work, if you keep following that urge to always keep doing work and kind of like closing yourself off to people, it kind of, you'll never, you'll never be able to 
make that time. So I just, I, I thought that that was something that was really special. And I just wanted to reiterate and bring it up. So thank you to Felicia um, for like helping me with this because this is something that I honestly personally struggle with because I don't always make time for my family. I don't always make time for my friends because I'm always really, really stressed about work and staying on top of things um, and managing the anxiety of like failure or potentially failing. So I don't know. I, I, I really hope that I carry this one with me for the years to come. Anyways, that's my whole shits, spitz. So just take it easy, and I hope you stay tuned for the next podcast. Bye-bye. Bloopers. And welcome back to the podcast. My name is Alvaro Mendoza. This is Moderation the Podcast. And today we are joined by Beep. Oh my God, that's not her last name. All right. Well, that's that. Anyways, Felicia is joining us from the great city of Boston. She's a student at Boston University, not to give out too much information about her life. She is a marathon runner, a hard worker, and a girl focusing in a, on a STEM career. It is my pleasure to talk to you. Beep! Whoa. What was that? Oh. Oh, we're live? Oh. Okay. Um... Yeah, so apparently we got this podcast recorded by some dude running a podcast named Moderation the Podcast. I don't know. It's one of these rinky-dink, low-budget podcasts. But you know what? Much like David Portnoy, we're going to give it a review. We're going to try it out. We're going to see what's going on. And we're going to see if we like this. I think this episode of Moderation the Podcast is hosted by Alvaro and has a co-host of Beep. Um, I don't know anything about Beep, but the episode's called Beep. So anyways, let's take a look and hopefully you can find something useful, helpful, or hopefully not negative. Holy shit, this is brutal. In a world where bill collectors rule all. It is determined that one bill collector will evict everyone. It's Goodbye Your House. Sponsored by the IRS. Sponsored by the IRS. Not responsible for lost houses or inappropriate behavior. Classic IRS, am I right? No boundaries. Just dropping life-crippling mail at your door without a blink of an eye. You know, sometimes I wonder about that. Like, how how can, like, how can people work jobs where they're, like, like where people are just, like, miserable? Like, where, where they their job is to make people miserable. Like, like um, parking meter enforcements. I don't know if that's what you call them. I, I'm sure there's a name, but it doesn't matter. Their job is literally just to go around ruining people's days 
like over and over. They they in a in a single day of work, they probably ruin like 200 people's days. Like how do you wake up in the morning and think oh, I get to go to work today? Like how, how can you view that in a positive light? I mean, maybe you could say like, "Oh, yeah, uh I am enforcing the law. I am the law." <laughs> Uh, that's such a small amount of power to be like power hungry on or what's the what's the word uh to go to like have a power trip on oh and they're always so rude especially like when you're like walking up to your car and they're like just getting to your car so they haven't pulled out the little slip yet and put it on your car and so they clearly have the option to not give you a ticket and make your day or to give you a ticket and completely shatter your day with a bone-crushing $60 ticket. And, I mean, I've been in this situation. I'm like, please, like, don't give me a ticket. Like, I, I, like I'm like i here. I'm leaving. Like, you can have the parking spot. It's yours. And they're like, yeah, there's nothing I can do. What do you mean there's nothing you can do? You haven't written the ticket yet. Just walk away. Well, it's just it's policy man and then they just proceed to give you a ticket it's just so rude yeah i mean i'm I, like off the top of my head i'm trying to think of other jobs that kind of align with that uh sort of uh making your day a living hell like career hmm maybe tsa agents could be up there but no not really i mean they're enforcing security and they're like there's they could be saving people's lives so that that's easier to justify <sighs> so yeah i mean that's an interesting idea uh, <sighs> man i'm tired it's 1 30 a.m somewhere i mean 1 30 p.m somewhere right i'm not drinking right now i don't do that i don't partake i don't partake in alcoholic activities that's not me mom get off my back mom god god mom in a world where podcasts fight for combinations of different places that's terrible <laughs> 